Welcome back, guys, for episode 14. Hello. This is Diana. This is Chantel. And we have a special guest, and your name is? Cecily. And what's your nickname? Mouse. Yes. <laughs> yes. We talk about you all the time. We do? Yeah. Because you're so cute. Yeah. I know, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, we told people that you were going to be a guest on our episode, so. Mm. How was your week, Mouse? It was good. i just been really missing licorice. Yeah? Mm-hmm. And tell everyone who Licorice is. Um, she's my, and she was our bunny, but we gave her away because she had eczema in her ear, and I really miss her, and I just want to visit her so bad. Yeah, and Mommy was super allergic to her. Yes. Like, super allergic. I was going to clarify, yes. Yeah. We mainly rehomed her because I was extremely allergic to her. She had uh, oral hematoma in her ear, and yeah. it was really bad and stuff, and so we... We gave it. We gave her away, but it was like right on the heels, like when she got that oral hematoma. Yeah, it was right on the heels of us having to bite the bullet and rehome her, anyways, because of my allergies. But you so. went to the SPCA. Yeah, it's not like you just kind of went, okay, bunny, bye. Mm-mm. Like no, you you did it right, like what most people should do. Yeah, exactly. What e- no, sorry, what everyone should do, and yeah. people don't. Yeah, totally. So I'm sure she's in a fantastic home. I know you miss her mouse. She was so cute. I know you miss her. Even though she was a troublemaker, every time you spot her, like the perfect spot to catch her, she was gone. Yeah, I know. But you have other animals. Mm-hmm. Do you like them? Yep. Okay, talk about them. <laughs> I have a snake. Her name's Orchid. Yeah. And I have a dog named Duchess, which we have in here. Yeah, she's sitting with us right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have three cats. One is a troublemaker. His name's Maverick. He's only one in and when it, and sometimes he gets really crazy, he'll like speed through the hallway like a cheetah. Those are called zoomies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dad just gets them too. Yeah. It's cute when they get zoomies because yeah, they're nuts and you're just like, all right, you can't intervene. You just have to watch them until they stop. Yeah, exactly. Cats and dogs. Yeah. You just have to watch them until and, they stop. And sometimes he'll make your face like, uh, what the? Yep. That <laughs> happens. And they have two more cats. One's named... Dewey, and he's 12 and once named Mara, but I forgot how old she is. She's about, like, five? I was just, that's exactly yeah. what I was thinking. She's about five. She's about five. Yeah. She's so cute. She's so she's cute. She's so cute. Like, the little potato. She's so plump. She yeah. is. She's pleasantly plump. <laughs> she is. She's such a little tater. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. But yeah, the other two are, are pretty sweet. I love Dewey. I love yeah. him so much. Everyone loves Dewey. Ugh, everybody loves Everybody that loves cat. Dewey. Yeah. He's such a sweet old boy. Yeah, he is. Yeah. You wanted to talk about the kangaroo farm. Yep. And, and all the animals you met. And some other stuff. And really cute animals we got to do it the last time. Okay. Sugar sliders. Yes. We got to hold them. <laughs> yeah. Sugar gliders. Sugar gliders. Yeah, I said sugar sugar sliders. sliders. So, see, it's not just me. (laughs) And there's, and there's two of them. One was like completely white. It looked, it looked like so white. It It was was an albino, probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was so clean. And there was the other one that was like grayish and had like black things on the side or whatever. And we got to hold that one. So cute. Yeah. You're lucky. Mm -hmm. They're so cute. And the kangaroos were so cute, but I didn't really see any babies, 
babies. That's okay. Next time. And the cutest part was the rabbit. We we saw one with with its little pouch sleeping. That's adorable. Yeah. Do you know what baby kangaroos are called? Mm, I know the name, but I forgot it. Starts with a J. I can't even think of Joey's. Joey. Joey. There we go. That's right, Joey's. <laughs> yep, that's right. Cute, eh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And how was um, camp? It was good. Yeah? Mm-hmm. What'd you guys do? Um, mostly, the last thing we do at the end of the day would go to Bentley Park, which is a water park and a normal park. So you got to be in the water? You love the water. Yeah. You're like a fish. Yeah. But basically, I don't, I don't really like water parks. I only like swimming, basically. Oh. Swimming's where it's at. So what, what did you not like about the water park? I do not like not swimming. The lack of swimming. You know what? That is the best answer ever. Right? Like, yeah. why you don't like water parks? Best answer ever. Yep. Water parks are just to get wet. That's literally it. And spray other people. Yeah, not in a good way. And and that too. Friggin' my my nieces would do that to me. Uh I had to walk through a water park. I think it was Jane, which makes total sense because she's she's such a scoundrel. (laughs) What is she? She's going to be like four? She's going to be four. I can't believe that. I know, me neither. I can't believe she's going to be four. Anyway. I know it's nuts. It's nuts. But yeah, she's such a little scoundrel. And, uh, like, one of her nicknames is Jungle Jane. She's so funny. <laughs> and uh, I went through the water park. I think it was in, like, 2020 or something. And she's seen me come and, and turned the whole, the, the, like, whole, like yeah. the sprayer at me. And she, like, she got me. <laughs> I was like, Jane! And she was, like, just her maniacal laugh. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> I got Auntie. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. She learned that from your sister. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I can see Alicia doing that to everyone. She learned it from your sister, her mom. And I remember a few weeks ago, Cecily, you were talking to us about some chicks you met. Where was that? Those little baby chicks? It was in my classroom. Okay. And when I entered my teacher, Miss Swanson, mm-hmm. said we were having chicks for the whole day, but we also got to get some cool stuff from the gym. Mm-hmm. But there was slime, and it was so sticky, like stick to your hand, and like it sticked everywhere. I had to throw it away. That's weird. Slime is not supposed to do that. Well, it was like really sticky one, but the two other ones that my grandma got for me, mm-hmm. there was a purple sparkly one. It was so pretty. Yeah. But I actually had to get that one away because the because when I brought it to my house, I didn't use it so much, so it got dried out. Yeah, I guess that happens too. Yeah. And then my grandma got me an other one. It was like that jiggly slime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what about those little baby chicks? Um, we, yeah, guess what? We got to hold them, and they were so cute. And for, like, the first, like the next time when it was my turn, all the chicks were coming towards me. Well, because you're so sweet. Well, I think they like my romper. Maybe. Maybe they were fashionistas, and they loved your romper. That yeah. could be it. Or, or maybe they like flowers because we're in the blue one th- with the nice small flowers. Yeah, yeah. She's wearing a blue romper with little white dots and some pretty daisies all over it. So maybe that's what the little chicks liked. I didn't mean this one. I meant my other one. Like, oh, you have another romper with flowers on it? Yeah. Yeah, she has several. Oh, right. Well, I take that no, back. I four. <laughs> yeah. Well, several, several. means like, like more three. than, yeah, more than a few yeah. or more than one. Exactly. More than two. <laughs> She has one that's like a safari theme too. It has like giraffes and stuff all over it. 
Oh, cute. Oh, I think yeah. that's one of the ones I packed. Okay. You should wear one. It. Yeah, you should wear it tomorrow. It's super it's, cute. It sounds cute. Yeah. yeah. I wear it for Canada Day. All right. Well, we can wear it tomorrow and pretend it's Canada Day at Auntie Danny's house. Okay. Okay. Anything else you want to say? Because, like, lots of people are listening. Not, like, right now, but when we post that people are listening. Is there anything you want to say to people? Yes, I got a few more things about the kangaroo farm. Okay, go ahead. Me and my friend Sam, um, she was really older than me. Mm-hmm. She was nine. Okay. Yep. And um, to, to her shock, um, there's one more pig left. Okay. Not anymore. And also... When I was in, like, in the front of this goat, the minute I turned around, he was like, um, can, excuse me, are you a goat? You don't look like a goat. <laughs> you look like a human. Really? Get out of my way. He said that to you. Well, no, he, he was I mean, like that. I mean, he didn't say it to you, but that's the look he gave you, eh? Yeah, he was like, excuse me, are you a human? Huh. Yes, you are. Get out of my way. Yeah, they do that, eh? They're pretty bossy. Yeah. They're very bossy. Mm-hmm. But it was fun, I bet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What else did you want to say? There was, like, these chickens. Mm-hmm. And one looked like an angel. They had, like, really poofy hair on their cheeks or something. It was, like, by their eyes. Mm-hmm. And there was one that, that, that was white and yellow. It looked like a little angel. Ooh. Mm-hmm. It was actually the kangaroo farm by my mom's airport. No, I know. Not... Your mom's airport, but, you know. <laughs> well, the airport where my mom worked. Used to work, yeah, totally. My airport. Yeah, it's totally your airport. Wild W, you hear that, people? It's my airport. I love it. Josh used to say <laughs> shit like that, too, when I, when he was little. It's mummies. It's like, uh, It's not really. It's Hello. not, but thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Yes, I used to work at the airport. I was a screening officer. She was a badass. Thank anyway, you. You're welcome. I did what I can. You look pretty awesome in your uniform and your thank you your boots and stuff. I fucking did. You did. I did. I yep. will. I have to admit. Yep. I did look pretty good in my uniform and you I was did. in really good shape then. And yeah, I have to agree with you. You look pretty badass. Thank you. I fucking own that place. <laughs> you <just> do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was your airport. <laughs> I miss that job. I know. Mm-hmm. The hours were fucking bullshit, though. The hours were bullshit. Sorry, yeah. Cecily. Yeah, oh. sorry. Sorry, honey. Sorry. Just, you know what? Earmuffs. Yeah, Anyways. Earmuffs. Exactly. I was just thinking that. Yeah, Cecily. Anytime, like, that happens, just go, earmuffs. Something just touched my toe. It's Cecily. <laughs> did you even notice her? Like, yep. okay, I did I, not. I noticed her slithering away. Well, I didn't because my laptop is covering. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, for sure. But I just felt something touch my toe and I was like, ah. <laughs> anyway. So are you done? You have nothing else to say? And I'm going to grade two. (laughs) (laughs) That was perfect. That was amazing. (laughs) I'm going to cut out the pause for everyone, but (laughs) Cecily was at my feet, you know, doing her little kitty, whatever thing she always does. Yeah. And I asked her if she had anything else to say. And she said, yes, one more thing. And I said, well, you have to go back to the mic. Okay. So it was silent. Hold on. It was silent. And she went back to the mic. And then she said that. And I'm going to grade two. So it was perfect. It was. <laughs> it was perfect. Now you're very comfortable in front of the mic, eh? Yep. I can't wait for everyone to hear you, Mouse. So now Cecily is gone. And I can freely swear. It's so hard not to swear around I know. her. And she's at that age now where we've always like sworn around her and like same with Josh and it's just, it's just a word but she's in a, a phase right now where it's like 
I don't like it. My ears. And you're, you feel like a bad adult by going, it's just a word. Fucking deal with it. I mean, <laughs> we've never said that no, to her. No, obviously. no, we would never say that no, to her. No, not. But it's just no. like, ugh. But you were fine before. Anyway. Yeah. But yeah, no, she she did amazing. That was super cute. I loved that was having her very on. cute. That was very cute. She's I, I could tell she was pretty proud of herself. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Very proud of herself. So that that's Mousy. That's Mouse. That's Mousy Mouse. We Mouse. keep talking about her. Yeah. Well, that's her. But yeah, no, I know Chantal wanted to bring a few things up before we get into our stories. So what's that all about? Yeah, so <laughs> dumbass me. Last episode when Diane and I were talking about our inspirations of people who make podcasts and whatnot, I forgot someone. I was thinking about it when I was posting the Instagram stuff and I was like, mad motherfucker. Yeah. I was like, I forgot about Joko Willink. I've told you about him before. He was a a Navy SEAL Mm -hmm. and he does inspirational speaking and stuff like that and motivational speaking. Yeah, you have. Yeah. So he runs a podcast and a YouTube channel. He's very good at motivational speaking. He's very, very driven, self-disciplined. He has really good information on fasting too. He's very pro fasting. Mm-hmm. So that's something that's always resonated with me because I mean, you and I are very oh, yeah, pro no. fasting. Well, we've done it. And we and fast. Yeah. So. I've, I mean, when I was in top shape, yeah, um, I fasted and there's a lot of health benefits and stuff. Oh yeah. Tons. And so just, you know, I need to get back to that. There's a lot of benefits from fasting. Anyway, there are a lot of benefits to fasting for sure. It's not like it was in, you know, back in the day when it was like, oh, you're just starving yourself. No, 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 no. no. It's not like that. No. It's not like that at all. No. So, yeah, fasting, very beneficial. So, yeah, Junko Willink is uh, amazing. I know he's not everybody's cup of tea. I like his intensity. I agree with pretty much everything he says. He was definitely an inspiration for me to do this and stuff. Okay. And he is a huge inspiration for me in general to, to work really hard. He, he inspires me to work very... I mean, I, I know that I have a good work ethic regardless, but he just inspires me okay. in, in different ways. Okay. And so, yeah, he's definitely been an inspiration to finally start up a podcast and stuff. When I was doing car detailing, I listened to him every day. Huh. multiple times when I was detailing. I would just, I'd because I always had my music going and stuff through my yeah. phone and uh, with my earbuds in. And a lot of times I was listening to Junko Willink. I'm going to have to listen to him and see if it's someone I want to listen to. <laughs> yeah, I've same as you with me with MFM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before, yeah, I've told you like, oh, you got to listen to this guy. He's great. in. Yeah. Dug him in. Over and over again. It was like, just listen. So I will. I will listen and let you know uh, what I think. Yeah, definitely. Give yeah. him a listen. I think he's fantastic. Okay. So, yeah, he's, he's great. Cool. Yeah. I am watching uh, Mouse and Duchess, so the Great Dane that we've talked about before this weekend because Chantal is going to Molly Crew in Vancouver. Woo-hoo! Yep. So exciting. Yeah. So excited. I'm uh, super fucking happy for you. Thank you. Like, no <laughs> one else deserves this. Oh, thank you, Diana. Seriously. Thank you. Yeah. I know this is so important to you, and I'm, like, so happy that you're going, and I can't wait to hear what it was like when you come back. Yeah, right? Yeah. 
totally. I can't wait to tell you. Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait to tell you what it was like. It's so exciting. Yeah. I can't believe that I'm able to see them again. Yeah. And I'm getting to see them twice in my lifetime because I went and seen them in Penticton in 2012. Yeah. And uh, I never thought I would honestly ever see Motley Crue perform again because they're getting older. Yep. You know, those guys are in their 60s. You know, they're <laughs> and it is kind late of late 50s. It is kind of funny to see these older bands. It is. Because they're all, especially the ones that wore like the makeup and the big, you know, yep. 80s hair and shit. And they're still trying to pull it off. And I it's know. Like, oh, honey, yeah. you don't have to. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. <laughs> it's, it's so true. It's okay. But yes, I'm super happy for you that you get to see them. Thank you. Yeah. And not only Motley Crue, but uh, Poison, Def Leppard, Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. But I'm very obviously, you know, partial to Motley Crue. Yeah. For you, it was slightly different because you had, this is going to sound so dumb, but English parents. Parents that li listened to... Canadian. Canadian. Yeah. yeah like Canadian that parents. kind of stuff, yeah. right? I didn't. My mm. parents were from Portugal. And I mean, so am I. And, and we very religious. Here, very religious. But we listened to the... Ding, 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 whatever you know <laughs> yeah music and that's what i grew up with and it was like so sad but i thought that was normal it's not it's not i know yeah and then i discovered that it it was like holy shit this whole whole other world when i was old enough to discover it but you were lucky to have that with your you know yes. parents and stuff like that i didn't have any of that no you you unfortunately no. didn't so when i started listening to music i had no idea what i liked no yeah. idea. I, I listened to so many different things, minus country. I still didn't listen to country. And Chantal posted a picture. <laughs> so funny. So I was like, yep, that's me. Yeah, I seen it say that. I was like, yep, that's Diana and my mom. Yep. So she posted a picture of, like, a, was it a waterfall or yeah, a, was a like fountain a, a or whatever? Yeah, fountain with some naked chick in it. Yeah, a naked chick, and she had her head back and hands, whatever, and she was, like, so it wasn't water, it was red, so she was bleeding from her eyes and mouth, and she was, like... And her ears. Ah, and ears. Yeah. And that's, like, me listening to country music. Yeah. So, that's, like, the best meme to describe how I feel about country music. But, yeah, no, I had zero idea what I liked, and uh, I listened to ev everything until, I mean, I like everything, minus country music, and, uh, but I like certain things more than others, obviously, but I had zero idea. I didn't yeah. grow up with any of it. Yeah. I grew up with the Portuguese fadu, is what it's called, and it literally is like, ding, 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 ding. and everyone that's offended by that, <laughs> that's listening to this, I'm right, and you know it, and that's why you're mad. <laughs> It's kind of cool that you you got to grow up with that. I kind of wish I had that. It it is it was really cool, and I was very fortunate to also be raised by people who have a very diverse. Well, not all of them actually. They they didn't really have a diverse taste in music. They were actually quite specific, but it gave me a diverse taste in music. So like okay. with my mom, it was rock and blues because mm -hmm. that's like all she listens to. That's awesome. Yeah, she loves rock and blues. So I got BB King, Janis Joplin, you know, Golden Earring. Awesome. All of that from her. Like, I was four years old and knew and, like, idolized Janis Joplin. Awesome. So, yeah. Awesome. Got all of that from her share and uh, Led Zeppelin and everything. And then my dad was country. So then I got a whole bunch of oh. country artists from my dad. Yeah. That's where you get it from. I didn't realize it came from Brian. Oh, yeah. He loves country music. <laughs> loves country music. Big How time. How did your mom deal with that oh, when she they were married? hated it. 
Whoa. It was like Battle Royale in their marriage. That's probably why they're divorced. With music. Probably. (laughs) Well, if she's bleeding from her fucking eyes and ears and stuff. Yeah, no, I would imagine that. (laughs) Sorry. Anyway. (laughs) But yeah, no, I, I get it now. I didn't realize he was a country. Oh, yeah. Huh. Oh, yeah. He does like some rock, but honestly... It's all... It's pretty much all country. He loves country music. And then my grandparents was like Dean Martin, Frank Sinatra. Yeah. Stuff like that. And so then I got that, you know, more big band love of music that I have. Yeah. And orchestral music and stuff from my grandparents. I got none of that. Yeah, it sucks, man. Growing up. I, that sucks. It. I feel for you because you missed out on so much epic music. I had to discover it all on my own. It was one of those things where you listen to it. You like it or you don't. Exactly. Right? Uh, all that's I can hear is like the, <laughs> the music. <laughs> and yeah, that's all I can hear right now. <laughs> and I'm just like, fuck. That sucks for me. That's so great that like you had all these people in your life that had different mm-hmm. tastes in music and you got to experience it all. Like, yeah. From a I'm young age. Very, that's awesome. I know. So fortunate. Yeah. Like from such a young age. Like I said, I was like four yeah. or five years old. Yeah. And would ask my mom to put on Cher or Janis Joplin because yeah. I loved their music so much. And then at school I was exposed to, you know, rap and what, oh, like yeah, R&B yeah. and hip hop and all of that stuff. And, you know, like, you know, different types of metal. Because like my mom never listened to Motley Crue. In fact, she didn't even like their music. I remember you telling me that. Yeah, Yeah, she didn't like their music. It was too heavy for her. And so she listened to like Led Zeppelin, ACDC. She loves ACDC. And that's pretty hard too, actually. Yeah, it's, I mean, especially ACDC, it's decently, but Molly Cruz. That's my point. Molly Cruz heavier than ACDC. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're they're much heavier than ACDC. I kind of put them in the same category, but okay. I mean, they're still rock, so yeah, they're both rock for sure, but Molly Crew's heavier. Okay. Um, they just have a different style, too. Molly Crew has a very different style of playing. That I agree A bit with. more, like, grungier, kind of. Yeah, okay. Yeah, a bit more grungier style, a scratchy type of playing. Yeah. So it's just a bit heavier. It's different. It's just different. Hmm. Um, and then it inspired me, too, to start playing saxophone. Mm, yeah. yeah. I loved music and instruments and stuff so much. When I was in grade uh, six, I think it was, I took up the bass clarinet. And when you think bass clarinet, everyone's probably thinking like the clarinet looks like a flute. No, no, it's like two times the size of a saxophone, maybe three times. Like it's a yeah, massive huge. Yeah. instrument. Yeah, they're and I very big. I loved it. It had a beautiful sound. They do have a really cool sound. Yeah. Yeah. We had a few of them in our band too. Yeah. yeah. So I took up the bass clarinet. That's cool. And it was cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Now, here's the saddest, one of the saddest parts of my childhood. I don't know if I ever told you this. I had to hide from my parents that I was in band. I know. You never told me that. Really? Uh-huh. I'm not surprised, though. I'm because not surprised. They never wanted me to be in any extra curricular totally. Activities, Of course. So I had to hide from them. Mm-hmm. And then my teacher, who I had the m- biggest crush on, and I will never forget... His birthday was my birthday. Oh, really? Yeah. I was 10. I will never forget that. And I had to explain it to him. And it was hard for him to grasp, but he was like, okay. So I had to practice at school and leave my instrument there because you would have to bring it home. Yeah. I had to hide from my parents that I was in fucking band. That's insane. Band. Yep. You're playing Mm -hmm. like hot cross buns and shit. Band. Okay. It was sad. So I had to hide from my parents that I was in band. How fucking pathetic is that? Mm-hmm. It's not like you created your own band and it was like 
a rock band or something where, you know, it would it w- would still be bullshit, but it would at least make more sense. It was a school activity. But it was a school activity. Like, that's so stupid. It was like when, in the winter, when we would go skating as a class, my parents would sign a permission or a slip saying I couldn't skate. So I had to sit out and watch everyone skate. That's such bullshit. Yeah, I wasn't allowed to participate in any of that. Why? The day I start to understand where my parents' brains were, I'll let you know. Please do, because <laughs> holy fuck, yeah. God. I was not allowed to participate in any of that shit. Yeah. So, band. And it's funny, because most people make fun of people in band. I had to hide it from my parents. That is ironic. I couldn't skate. I couldn't do any of that. They even signed, like, when it came to gym and stuff like that, they signed something saying I couldn't participate in gym. No exercise for you. Nope, not at all. Mm-hmm. No exercise. Nope. No skating. Mm-hmm. None of that. No fun. Nope. But band, that makes me laugh so hard. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I couldn't be in band. <laughs> Anybody ever made fun of me for band, I'd have been like... Right? Yeah. Oh, man, I was such a proud band geek. Oh, my God. I, I loved so it. I was so fucking proud. I loved it. It was It such, was so fun. It was an escape. Oh, my God, yes. It was an escape. It was mm-hmm. uh, artistic... Expression. Uh, expression. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it was just awesome. Mm-hmm. But I had to hide that. It's dumb. It's dumb. Dumb. <laughs> fucking dumb. dumb. Okay, is there anything else you want to talk about? Not at all. No? No. Okay, then let's dive in, because it's almost fucking 12 in the morning. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to dive into my story. Chantal actually has a two-part story. So she is going to tell her story at the end, and then next episode she will continue that story, because it's super long. So I'm actually really fucking curious to hear about it. It's nuts. I'm actually, yeah, I want to hear this nutso story. It's fucking insane. Yeah. But mine mine is a story I've heard for many years. I'm sure some listeners will be familiar with it. And let me know if you are. I'm I'm actually curious. So I normally don't name my episodes, but I named this one. Yeah. The Unlikely Serial Killer. Nice. I like it. So my sources are Wikipedia, a number of articles from LA Times, and simply psychology. Triggers are rape, murder, and necrophilia. However, I do not get into major detail about the necrophilia at all, just because it's not necessary. So my story today is about Catherine Susan Kitty Genovesi. I will be just referring to her as Kitty. I think that was her nickname. So Kitty was born on July 7th of 1935 in Brooklyn, New York City. Her parents were Rachel and Vincent. They were Italian-American, and she was raised Catholic in Western Brooklyn, in a Western Brooklyn neighborhood. When Kitty was a teenager, she went to an all-girl high school and was said to be energetic and very popular. I, too, went to an all-girl high school in high school. Well, for high school. In high school. (laughs) I, I too, went to an all-girl high school in high school. No shit. You know? Actually, it was my choice. It was the furthest school away from my house. But remember how I told you my father used to follow me to school? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He was following me there. Anyway, after her graduation from high school, her mother witnessed a horrific murder, and they decided to move to New Canaan, I think is how it's pronounced, Canaan, Connecticut. 
Kitty decided to stay in Brooklyn with her grandparents as she was preparing for a wedding. She got married to Rocco Anthony Fazolari Fuzzolari, on October 31st of 1954. So Halloween. Nice. I think that's kind of cool. But the marriage didn't last long. It was eventually annulled in 1956. Kitty worked as a bartender in the late 1950s and was arrested in 1961 for taking bets on horse races from her customers. Her and her friend Dee, they were fined $50 each for their crime and they lost their jobs. So Kitty did find another bartender job and eventually became the bar manager as the owner of the joint apparently was just never there. Hmm. She was very hardworking and worked a ton of double shifts. She roughly earned about $750 a month, which is about $6,800 to $7,000 in today's money. Wow. Yeah. A month. Holy shit. Yeah. So very hard worker. She was basically working to save as much money as possible because she wanted to start her own business. Like her dream was to start an Italian, like open up an Italian restaurant. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She lived in an apartment on Austin Street with her girlfriend, Mary Ann Zialonko. They met on March 13th of 1963 at an underground lesbian bar in Greenwich Village. Most people just thought that they were roommates because back then you just did not (laughs) talk about being gay. But her co-workers and her friends knew that they were a same-sex couple, but family did not know. And the outside world had no idea. Yeah. So this is a quote from her girlfriend, Mary, in 2004. Quote, being a gay woman in that society was very hard. So we were in the closet a lot. In fact, her family didn't know at all. I mean, they know now. But there was denial there. It was very hard then, end quote. Aww. Yeah, very sad. On March 13th of 1964, Kitty was excited to get home and see Mary as it was her first year anniversary. Okay? So she left work around 2.30 a.m. and arrived at her apartment around 3.15 a.m. On her drive home, she had stopped at a traffic light on Hoover Avenue when a man named Winston Mosley noticed her from his parked car. He left home around 1 a.m. and drove around town looking for a victim. So Winston followed her home. She parked in an alleyway about 100 feet from her apartment door. She got out of her car and Winston approached her with a hunting knife. She started to run towards her apartment and he ran after her and stabbed her twice in the back. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, and hunting knives I know are sharp. So Oh yeah. Yeah. And they can be hooked. Yeah. They can have hooks on the front of, or the top of them. Yeah. And not from experience, obviously, but I've seen them and I've heard stories. So yeah, it wasn't good. That's brutal. That's one of my biggest like fears type of thing with being murdered is being stabbed in the back. Oh, that's just got to be so fucking painful. Oh, I I would imagine so. Yeah. 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 Not fun, especially with a hunting knife. Nope. So she screamed, quote, oh my God, he stabbed me. Help me. End quote. It was past 3 a.m. So there wasn't really anyone out, but her screams did wake up some of her neighbors. 
one of her neighbors, and his name was Robert Moser, saw them struggling when he looked out his window and shouted, quote, leave that girl alone, end quote. That was it. (laughs) (laughs) So the coward ran away when he realized people were fucking waking up from her screaming. Kitty did get up. Her stab wounds weren't fatal, but not fun, obviously. So she staggered her way, slowly walked to the front door. Witnesses did say that they saw Winston get in his vehicle and speed off, but he returned 10 minutes later. What? Yep. They saw this. They saw him come back. He had a wide-brimmed hat on. So he had a different hat on, and then when he got in his vehicle, he put a a wide-brimmed hat on to cover his face. He found Kitty in a hallway at the back of her apartment building, and she was barely conscious at this point. Like, she was just exhausted from being stabbed twice. He stabbed her repeatedly, then raped her. And oh stole, my god. And stole $49 from her before running away again, like the fucking coward that he is. Wow. $49 in today's money is a lot more, obviously. Yeah. Like, but still. The attack lasted from everything I read anywhere from 30 to 35 minutes. Jeez. She was found shortly after by her friend and neighbor. So they lived in the same apartment building and her name was Sophia Farrar. Sophia held Kitty in her arms and called an ambulance and stayed with her while, you know, they waited for help, basically. Yeah. Multiple people claimed to have called the police and this fucking kills me. While others admitted to calling their friends for advice on whether they should call the police and report the attack because they didn't know if it was the right thing to do. What the actual fuck? Yeah, no kidding. I was thinking like based on what? Like, yep. oh my God, I just saw like a neighbor uh, get attacked. Like, and raped? Sh- should I call the police? Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know. Is rape illegal? I don't know what I Is need to Is it really do. that bad? Yeah, I don't know. What the fuck? Yep, yep, yep. 38 witnesses saw the attack 38 they did nothing this pisses me off one neighbor said they didn't help after they heard her yell for help because quote i didn't want to get involved end quote kitty was picked up by an ambulance around 4 15 a.m but she died en route to the hospital oh The initial stab wounds were not fatal. The second attack fucking killed her and her stupid neighbors. So it wasn't just the attack. It was her fucking stupid neighbors that didn't know what what they needed to do. Fucking idiots. What do we do? So this is why I don't understand why people idolize, you know, like the, the 50s and the 60s or even the 40s and stuff. And they're like, they want to live back in that type of era. Why? It's like, Why? Why? Why Women none of it makes sense? Like shit. Yep. Doesn't make any fucking sense whatsoever. Like literally, it the uh, I and especially when women say it, it's I was funny. Just like you would have no fucking rights. You yeah. wouldn't even be able to have a credit card. No. Or a driver's license. It, maybe if you were lucky, you can get your driver's license. Yeah. It makes me laugh when people say the good old times. I know. Like for who? <laughs> Middle-aged white men? Yeah. Straight men? The good old times. The good old days. Ugh. Not a single minority would agree with that. No. Or women. No. Well, and the women who did are just fucked in the head. Yeah, pretty much. Brainwashed or totally. whatever, right? Anyway. Pickled. 
So Mary woke up, so her girlfriend, to the police at her door the next morning, and she was asked to identify the body. Ugh. Sure enough, it was her girlfriend, Kitty. So sad. I can't even imagine. Me neither. On their one-year anniversary. Ugh. One-year anniversary. Me. Yep. She was then questioned from 7 a.m. that morning because she was considered a suspect for six fucking hours. Wow, that's brutal. Mm-hmm. Kitty was buried three days later in Lakeview Cemetery in New Canaan, Connecticut. And again, if I'm pronouncing that wrong, I'm sorry. The coroner's report said that Kitty was stabbed 13 times Jeez. and had a bunch of defense wounds on her hands. So the 13 Jeez. times were body defense wounds. They didn't count that in that. Wow. So obviously she was trying to yeah. defend herself. Ugh. Yep. Six days after the murder, Winston was arrested for suspected robbery after they found a TV in the trunk of his car. So he was caught on scene. They saw the vehicle, followed him, found the TV that was uh, linked him to this uh, robbery. Yeah. And the detective remembered that the same car was reported by several witnesses at Kitty's apartment. He was questioned and without hesitation confessed to her murder as well as murdering two other women. Their names were Annie Mae Johnson and Barbara Kralik. Annie Mae was 24 years old. She was shot, sexually assaulted, and burned to death in her apartment a few weeks before Kitty's murder. And Barbara was a 15-year-old who had also experienced sexual assault from this piece of shit. And was killed in her parents' house the previous July. Some of these sexual acts were performed after the girls died. So enough said. So he said that his motive for these murders were, quote, to kill a woman, end quote. He preferred to kill women because, quote, they were easier and didn't fight back, end quote. <sighs> Wimp. <laughs> He needs Anyways. to get his ass wrapped up around his ears from a woman. Yep. Winston's trial began on June 8th of 1964. He initially pleaded not guilty, even though he had confessed to all the murders, but whatever. His lawyer eventually changed his plea to not guilty by reason of insanity. But he was found legally sane. I love how that's usually where they go. Right? I was nuts. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of nuts, <laughs> we just ate a, a bunch of nuts. Oh, they were so good. Yep. In my kitchen. My mom's <laughs> remedy to heartburn is a handful of almonds. Oh, okay. So and yeah, it works? She, oh, yeah, it works like a hot damn. Shit. Yeah, okay. she would be so proud. Like, she swears by it. I swear she can hear a conversation of huh. somebody's, like, if somebody strikes up a conversation of like some, heartburn. like, heartburn, she can hear it from a mile away and she'll be like, <laughs> almonds? Lori just comes running out of yeah. nowhere. Here's some almonds. I'll always have almonds at home. Yeah, oh, <laughs> she always has them on her. Oh, shit. Yeah, she'll she's have... Even, well, okay, she's one step ahead of me then. Yeah, she's all about almonds. And it, they do work very well for heartburn. It's incredible. Huh. Like, I was getting really bad acid reflux and stuff, and then, like, the the wine that you gave me, it was giving me bad acid reflux and stuff. And, uh, yeah, the almonds just, like, took care of it, so... Huh. Yeah, well, that's always, good to know. Yeah, it works so well. Okay, where was I? <laughs> So, 
The sack of shit described the events of the night he murdered Kitty along with the other two murders he had committed. He also confessed to a bunch of burglaries and rapes. He was found guilty on June 11th. He was sentenced to death by electric chair for the murder of Kitty, but this was eventually changed to life imprisonment. The judge, Justice Irwin J. Shapiro of State Supreme Court, said he did not believe in the capital punishment, but, quote, I must say, I feel this may be improper when I see this monster. I wouldn't hesitate to pull the switch on him myself, end quote. So while at Attica Correctional Facility in 1968, he escaped after undergoing minor surgery for a self-inflicted injury. While he escaped, he held five people hostage and raped a woman over a, a few days, I think it was like two or three days, and then was recaptured. This added another 30 years to his sentence. Wow. In the mid-70s, he was up for parole. During his hearing, he told the board that he was the victim. So, quote, for a victim outside, it's a one time or one hour or one minute affair. But for the person who's caught, it's forever. End quote. Anyway, I'm the victim in true I'm narcissistic fashion. Yeah, totally. He said he never meant to kill Kitty and that he considered her murder just a mugging. What? Because, quote... People do kill when they mug them sometimes, end quote. He was de- denied parole, obviously. I fucking hope so. He was denied parole 18 times in total. Wow. The last one being in 2015. Oh, wow. Yep. And I'm okay with that. Totally. So 18 fucking times. He died in prison on March 28th of 2016. He was 81. I was going to say he must have been old yeah. as shit in he 2015. Was, he was 81. He had served 52 years, making him one of the longest serving inmates in the New York state prison system. Wow. Mm -hmm. Winston seemed an unlikely serial killer. That's why I named it this. Yeah. He was described as a 28-year-old, soft-spoken, intelligent, married man with two kids and had no criminal record. So he was married, had kids. His wife was actually a, a nurse and her shift was the night shift. And I think it was her mom that would stay home with the kids. And he decided at one o'clock in the morning, he just needed to go and find a victim. Yep. So no criminal record, but he had committed multiple crimes like theft, rape, all that stuff. He, he was just never caught. Never judge a book by its cover. Years after Kitty's death, psychologists and others wrote about the, quote, Kitty Genovese, because that's her name, effect, end quote also known as the bystander effect. So basically, the greater the number of the bystanders in, like in a group, the less likely that anyone will intervene. And I've said this before. It's like when we have the fires out here, or the power outages and stuff like that. And it's like, well, when I've talked to people about it, it's like, oh, someone must have reported it. But what if everyone is saying that? Exactly. Someone must have reported it. Mm-hmm. But then no one does. Mm-hmm. So it was, it, yes, okay, I, it, it's the same, but not the same, but it's the same mentality. <clears throat> yeah. Someone totally. must have reported it. Yeah, so. just deflecting responsibility. Yeah, totally. 
The Good Samaritan laws passed in New York and other places to encourage people to help victims. This murder helped lead the creation of the 911 system. Really? Today. Yep. Holy. Yep. That's crazy. Yeah. A Fordham University professor called this case, quote, the most cited incident in social psychology literature until September 11, the September 11 attacks in 2001. Like 9-11. Yeah. Wow. That's my story. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing. I've never heard of that. Wow. So, I am the only one telling a story today. Yeah. Chantal needs to get to bed. I really do. So she can get ready for a concert tomorrow. Yeah, we're going to be... I'm going to be up by, like, 5 in the morning. It which might is even like be... like, 4 five, hours from now. Which is, like, yeah, 4 <laughs> hours from now. I might even wake up at, like, 5.30 or 5.45. Yeah. Or something like that. Just... Give yourself the extra 15 minutes. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Yeah, a little bit extra of sleep. So, yeah. But her story... So early. Her story is, like, uh, like ridiculously long, and we were going to cut it into two episodes anyway. So she will definitely tell the first half of it next week. But, yeah, we need to get to bed. (laughs) Yeah, it's uh, almost 10 after 1 in the morning. Totally. I am done. Yeah, my so brain feels like muck. Yeah, I'm sure you are, you are as well. Oh, yeah. No, I'm done. It's been a long day. It has but been. everyone, thank you so much for listening. We keep forgetting to ask everyone to like us on social media yeah, and whatnot. Yeah, I was going to bring up our social media. Yeah, social media. Like, really, we appreciate everything that you guys do and the follows. I mean, oh, yeah. for you, it might feel like nothing. But for us, it's amazing. So everything. Yeah, we know that people are enjoying our content, which is amaze balls. And every day, every single day, the two of us check <laughs> to oh, yeah. see multiple times. And then we're like, "Did you see? We have blah 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 amount of downloads." So it is. It's it's important to us. So we appreciate you guys liking our our content and following us please share us if obviously you like our content with your friends and whatnot and we will talk to you next week yes we will email us too yes oh yeah that's right email us if it's a bad email we'll put it in our special folder special folder yeah we have it and we'll laugh at it. And we'll laugh at it. Yeah. We might actually have an episode of all, like, the sad emails. That would be just, really funny. And just talk about those sad emails. Just get really baked and just laugh our, laugh our asses off. <gasps> yes. Totes. Let's get Totes baked and do it. Totes my goats. So one day. Yes. We will have those emails. <laughs> we will get totally baked and talk about those. Yeah. But in the meantime, please send it all. <laughs> yeah. In the meantime, definitely send it all. My ride or die podcast at gmail.com. Yep. Not find us on email. yeah find us on instagram my ride or die podcast and then twitter which we never use Ever. my no my ride or die pod yep so but yeah. we have like we have our instagram being posted to twitter does it yeah i i set it up that way i don't know if it stopped because on mine it it's not there oh interesting all right well i set it up that way but oh well who cares Twitter, I don't get it. I, I know. mean, I get it, but I, I don't care. I know. I don't understand, like, the rave of Twitter. I really don't. No. So, whatever. <laughs> so, we're on there. But you may not get all the content. But we're definitely on Instagram. I would say, yeah. Definitely on Facebook. Just be cool, yeah, and go to Instagram. There you go. Instagram's the shit. Be like us. That's right. <laughs> Bye. Bye.